Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Pyeonghwa Gyeong. Pyeonghwa Gyeong, Book 3 The Mission of Religion in Achieving God's Ideal. The path to be followed by a family centered on true love. When a man and woman become one centering on true love, they form an ideal couple and build an ideal family. By doing so, they stand in a position representing God and thus are connected to everything in the universe. When this happens, all of God's possessions become theirs. Think how wonderful that would be. This is the reason we naturally desire to have dominion over all creation. Men and women come together as pairs to build families, societies, nations, and the world. The family centering on one man and one woman is the model for the tribe, and the tribe is the model for the nation. Families strive to achieve the ideal family, tribe, and nation. Ideal nations will emerge based on families that establish such a foundation. Respected guests, the greatness of true love is that it enables us to become God's object partners and also enables God to become ours. The Bible speaks of God being in us and Jesus being in us. This is similar to the idea that the parent is in the child, the grandchild is in the grandparent, and the grandparent is in the grandchild. A grandmother and grandfather bind their hearts together centering on their grandchildren. This is necessary so that the vertical line of love can have a beginning. Then, grandchildren become one with their grandparents. Grandparents are in the same position as God, so we need to attend them as we would attend God. Grandchildren will not be able to find the vertical axis of love without doing this. After the formation of the vertical axis, horizontal expansion can develop. The horizontal can be connected to all directions, although the vertical has only one direction. The horizontal can turn north, south, east, or west. It has a range of 360 degrees. The vertical can move centering on only one axis and cannot be split. Our first task is to create mind and body unity, centering on love. We need to know how to love the spirit world, which is the vertical world centered on God. Furthermore, if in the future a central country emerges, we will have to love humanity centering on that country. When we love the spirit world and the whole of humankind by means of sacrifice, service, and dedication, we can automatically become the central figures who can have dominion of love over the two worlds and make them into one. Then God will surely dwell there. The entire spirit world and physical universe together are called the cosmos. The spirit world and the universe yearn for the unity of the cosmos centering on true love. True love can unite the cosmos. True love can transform all families into completed families and make them one. Thus, we can conclude that true love is the only thing that humanity needs absolutely, whether we are alive on earth or are in the spirit world. All beings are attracted to true love. Animals and plants are attracted to the one who possesses true love. They want such a person to be their master. Every being is trying to become one with the person who has true love. The desire of all things is to be closer, to dwell together with, and to be under the dominion of a person who possesses true love. We can conclude, therefore, that nothing in this world is more precious than a true person who possesses true love. Human beings have no wings. If we want to fly farther than any insect or bird, or circle the planet faster than an airplane, we cannot be confined to our substantial physical body. Even the strongest runner cannot run for very long. As the highest being in creation, 
Human beings are in a reciprocal position equal to God's. So, human beings need to be able to act even more quickly than light, which travels at about 300,000 kilometers per second. It is our spiritual selves that made such a thing possible. I can be in Seoul, and my spirit self can travel to New York and be back in an instant, faster than a bolt of lightning. The spirit self is capable of acting at the speed of thought. The fastest action in the world is not the transmission of electromagnetic waves. It is love. Love travels faster and flies higher than anything in the world. When two people at opposite ends of the earth love each other, they pull toward each other from across the globe. That is the power of love. In the world of God's original ideal, a person who has experienced true love has the ability and authority to possess instantly anything God wants. People need to experience such a state while on earth. One can rise to this position only if the physical and spirit selves become one while establishing a love relationship with God centered on a true family. We can feel God's love by loving our countrymen, the people of the world and creation. Each of us, regardless of nationality, has to develop the heart to love people of all races. We need to love not just people, we need to love even the smallest microorganism. This love has to spring naturally from within. When a flower blooms, its beauty and fragrance come naturally. The blossom of love has to bloom in the same way. The fragrance of love would fill the air naturally. To do this, we need to receive the nutrients that make it possible for the blossom of love to bloom. In the same way that plants receive nutrients from the soil and air, we receive nutrients from our physical body and spirit self. We receive vitality elements from our physical body, and we receive living spirit elements from our spirit self. This is how we become beings who are totally equipped to love, and how we develop the ability to fly anywhere. When this happens, the solar system and the entire universe become the stage of our activity. The spirit world is a world centered on love. When human beings finish their physical life, they go through a second birth. This is called death. The place into which we are born this second time is the spirit world. We go into the spirit world and, on behalf of the entire universe, receive love from God, our third parent. That is to say, we receive ideal love. So in the spirit world, unity is inevitable. At the moment of our death, we leave the second world, the world of air, and fully connect to the third world, the world of love. We leave behind the love of our natural parents and siblings and enter the spirit world. There, we eventually enter the sphere of love in which we merge with the original body of God. The seed comes from the original body so it has to bear fruit and return to the original body. In the spirit world, people breathe and live centered on love. A person who is unable to develop a complete character of love will be limited in his or her movements. This person will not be able to move freely. If there are several gates, for example, he or she may be allowed to enter through one gate only. If a person wants to be able to fit in with any season, any place, or any time, he or she needs to develop a character of perfect love. This is why human beings were created to live through three stages. The dragonfly lives first as a nymph, swimming around in water. Then it climbs out of the water and molts. Finally, it starts to fly and begins catching and eating bugs that it would never have imagined eating while underwater. It flies around with the world as its stage. There are many insects that have wings and develop through different stages. Human beings, who are the highest form of creation, have wings of a higher dimension. We are born in love, live in love, and, as God's representatives, 
give birth to sons and daughters through love. Eventually, we reach the resting place of love and return home so that we may live eternally in God's presence. In other words, our lives begin in love, ripen in love, and are finally harvested as the fruit of love. When a person dies, he or she harvests the fruit of love. During our life, we receive the love of our parents, share love with our husband or wife, and give love to our children, bringing to fruition all the seeds of God's love sown in the internal world of love. Eventually, we harvest this fruit and go into the next world. When we become completely one in love, we come to resemble God. If a husband and wife work together to complete the three stages of love and then go to the spirit world, they will exist as creators in a reciprocal relationship with God, who is the eternal subject partner. That is what happens when a husband and wife die centering on love. We begin and end in God. The reason people have to die is that our love is limited as long as we are in our physical body. The physical body is inadequate for developing fully as an object partner to God's unlimited love. This is why we are transformed into a spirit, which is invisible. We die so that we can become one with the ideal of love, together with all of heaven and earth. Death is not a path to suffering. It is a time when the gate of happiness is thrown open, enabling us to possess cosmic love. To die means to move from a world of land where we crawl and walk to a world where we fly freely. We pass through death in order to become qualified travelers who, with love, can enjoy the entire universe. That is why death is, in reality, a new birth. We started out in our mother's womb. The womb was the first world in which we were nurtured. When we were born, we separated from that world and entered a new world. Likewise, in death, the spirit self cuts off and flies away from the physical body, which is like its womb. Human beings pass through a world of water and a world of land and air until they come to live in the eternal world of love. In the spirit world, love is the life element. As long as your command is given through love, anything you say will be accomplished immediately, and nothing will be impossible. Even if a billion people say they want to have dinner, the appropriate meal can be prepared and the feast can be ready in an instant. If all the guests say they want to become princes and princesses, then everyone will indeed be turned into princes and princesses. This will actually be possible. So now that you know these things, would you like to live here on earth or go to the next world? When we are in the womb, we think the womb is the best place to be. We just spend our time kicking. If someone were to try pulling us out midway through, we wouldn't like it at all. When it is finally time to come out of the womb, it is like dying and then being resurrected. In the same way, after physical death, we are resurrected to a new form of life. Therefore, death is actually a second birth. Tune in tomorrow for the end of this speech on The Path of Life for All Humankind. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.